0: You're listening to Dr. Leslie Inspires, a show where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Dr. Leslie is joined by Mr. Wayne, who provides insight from a male perspective. To learn more about us, visit our website at www.drleslieinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie.
1: Hello everyone and thank you so much for joining us today on the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast where we empower, encourage and inspire mothers to transform their relationships with their son. And so we're doing a series right now on setting boundaries with your son and many of the topics that we will discuss over the next few weeks come from my book, setting boundaries with your son, or you can get the setting boundaries with your African American son copy. And if you like the topics that we covered, you like the things we say, you can go over to Amazon and get a copy of my book. I'm actually in the process of writing another book to help mothers, cause there's so much to be covered. This is a never ending story. There's just so many different issues that mothers are having. It's just not a one size fits all uh, type of thing. So uh, the reason that this matters is because mothers are struggling to raise their sons. Again, as we have said before, there's usually a lack of clear boundaries. And in order to really be able to set boundaries, you have to have clear boundaries of what those boundaries look like in order to have a healthy, balanced life. And mothers who are struggling are likely to lack boundaries in other places of their life and in other relationships. So our goal is to help you see yourself, to help you to see where you could possibly be where you can possibly have some shortcomings and try to improve on your life. So if I if I go to my book, the first line in step two is learn to say no. And it's not heartless to say no. That's the first line that I say in my book. Why? Because many times, mothers who love their sons so much, they find it very challenging to tell him no. And this could be from the time that the child knows what no is, the time that he knows what the word N-O means. Let me read this. It is not heartless to say no. You can do it. If whenever you say no to your son, you feel heartless and inadequate unloving, or like you will do anything to keep the peace out of obligation of being his mother, then it is time to change how you think. Your change begins with you as as you start putting up boundaries, then calmly continuing to make sure you set boundaries and that your set boundaries are respected. Only you can do this. Change happens as you challenge those disruptive, deep, subconscious beliefs that are wrecking havoc on your decision-making process, and you may not even be aware that they are there. These deep subconscious beliefs are feeding your conscious beliefs, and your conscious beliefs are feeding your self-talk, the things that you say to yourself, your internal conversation, whether it's positive or negative. So I go further to talk about the group coaching that we do, in order to help mothers begin to change the way that they think. And it's important even through these podcasts that you begin to understand that you are not alone. Many mothers, they go through this struggle and not realize that they're not alone. They often feel like they're the only one, they're the only person, they're the only mom who has trouble telling her so, her son no. And then you have the mother who still hasn't gotten past step 1, which is admitting that there's a problem, who can see the problems in everybody else and every other mother and her son, but she still is having trouble processing that she too is having a challenge with her son and it that that's a challenge, you know, in order for us to be able to work with mothers mothers have to actually see that there is a problem. So let's say for example, your son, let's take a little bitty, (laughs) a two-year-old, or let's go with a one-year-old because I have a one-year-old grandson who is learning what no means. And you know what? He clearly knows what no in O means with his father. And other male figures. But with his mom, she may have to say no a few times in order for him to understand that she means business. You know, and and this little, this, this young man, he even looks at facial expressions. And he makes he, he consciously makes the facial expression based off of what he sees his mother doing and now it's really just anybody you know he'll he'll make the facial expression like he's mad because you just told him no you know and if he gets popped on the hand he's at the place where he's waving his hand like he's hitting back and I'm like oh no 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 that is a problem that's a problem and so it's important that as we set boundaries, that you begin to change your thinking to understand that there's a reason why this child is saying no or talking back after you have told him no. There's something that's going on in him that he sees in you, mom. Most of the time, not dad. Not all the time, but most of the time, not dad. Because mothers, you know, that's why we provide that balance to young men. You know, they they need a balance of a male figure and a female figure. Because sometimes the male figure can be too hard, and sometimes the female figure can be too soft. But if there's a balance in setting the boundaries, if there's a balance in helping uh, the son to uh, find out what boundaries are, that helps because sometimes if the mother or the woman in the son's life is there and there is a father or another male figure, he can help balance out the situation by saying, stop babying that boy. Leave him alone. He just, he's got it. Stop making up his bed. Stop try to figure out what's wrong with him. He'll be all right, you know, and then on the flip side where the father, he's ready to like <laughs> handle his business and maybe beat the mess out of the, the boy, or, you know, he falls. Mom wants to run and pick him up, and the father's like, leave him alone. Let him get up. Close your mouth. Get up. Wipe, your, wipe off your knees. You'll be all right, and so when we talk about setting boundaries, that's a balance. It's, it's a balance that many of our households do not have. And they don't have them. Oh, that's, a, that's another that's another uh, show. But mothers are rescuers by nature. And you tend to get your self-worth or your value from feeling needed or being approved. That's how we get our value. You know, God made us to be helpers. He, when he made us, he intentionally made us to be a suitable helper. And that is even with our sons. And so sometimes that there's a tendency for guilt to manifest inside of us when we start shifting our mindset and building boundaries uh, with our positive self-talk in preparation for us to say no. So sometimes when we want to say no, and it's a struggle to say no, there's the guilt feeling that we have. You may feel like a bad mother as you're in the process of beginning to tell yourself no. And some of that self-talk is behind the doors. Some of that self-talk may be getting in a mirror, practicing, writing a contract with yourself, or telling someone else, the next time he does this, I'm going to say no. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing this anymore. So if you have an older, uh, if you have a younger son, it could be He's not, I'm not giving him my car. I'm not going to let him get on the Xbox or whatever the game is. He's not going to do it because I know it's not good for him. It's not good uh, if it's a game. You know, many mothers that we talk to have trouble with their son being on the game all night, including me. (laughs) you know, but you have to have boundaries for your son because, you know, if you go to sleep at a certain time of the night, you know, say you go to bed at uh, nine o'clock and your son knows you go to bed at nine o'clock, what kind of boundaries are you going to set to make sure your son does not get on that game? Well, that's going to take some, uh, I should say, not get on the game while you are sleeping. And that's going to take some real work on your part. Uh, You may have to set the alarm to get up after you have told him, do not get on this game after nine o'clock. I need you to take a shower. I need you to make sure you are in the bed by 10. Do not let me wake up and find you on this game. And so part of setting boundaries is doing what you said you're going to do and part of doing what you said you're going to do is admitting there's a problem and then deciding what you're going to do because many of us we don't want to we don't want our sleep broken you know in this example that I'm giving we don't want our sleep broken so you know, Your son knows that. Your son knows what you are going to do and what you are not going to do. And so part of changing your thinking, part of changing your mindset is I'm going to set my alarm at 10 o'clock or I'm going to set my alarm at 11 o'clock because he might be waiting until I am good in sleep, you know? And you may just have to come up with a very strategic plan. I'm going to set my alarm to get up and I'm going to go upstairs or I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to go to him to see if he in fact is sleeping. So that may cause, say in the event you do get up and you see him woke, you see him on the game, which is not what your agreement was, he has now crossed the boundaries that means I have to go to more extensive measures. I'm not gonna talk anymore. Give me the game. Give me the game. As a matter of fact, don't give it to me, I'm taking it. Now, I did have a person who they took the game and their son was so addicted to it, he broke the lock. I mean, she even locked her bedroom door. He broke the lock of her bedroom door while she was at work. And he took the game and was playing it. And see, by this time, this particular type of son, they know your behavior. They know you're not gonna do anything because he should have felt afraid to break the lock of the room. There was no fear. That means not only did he cross those boundaries, he crossed many other boundaries and had no fear that there were going to be consequences to doing it. So there's a lot that goes into setting boundaries. There's a lot that goes into learning how to tell your son no. And it's not easy. It's not easy, but it's very doable. And so you have to get the strength to say no. And it takes practice. You may feel like a horrible, horrible mom for not uh, helping your son do during his time of need or during his time of greed or during his time of fiending for his gain or during his time of fiending for whatever it is that you have taken away from him. But if you already know that you don't you, you have to say no to him. And you've been practicing self-talk before this. You've made a decision. You've made a contract with yourself that you will no longer um, be allowed to, he, he, you, you'll tell him no and mean it this time. And I, I do want to say, because it's not easy, you may fail a couple of, a couple of times. And failing means you tell him yes. When you know, you should be telling him no. But as you regain your power through your newfound assertiveness, you will be able to stick to the boundaries that you set. Now, when your son comes to you with another request that you don't feel good about doing, you already have your positive self-talk playing in your head. And so you have to hold on to it. You have to hold on to it like it's a life jacket, because it is. It's your life jacket. It's your son's life jacket. And many times, you know, I think the devil kind of talks to people. Uh, he talks to women, and you know, if there is a lack of self self worth, you may really feel like you know your son won't love you, and your son's love is important to you. And we've got to figure out why his love is so important to you that you would make the decision to compromise his life, his life, you know? Because if he can't take no from you, who is he going to be able to take no from? That means that can spill over into school, It can spill over into other relationships. It can spill over into driving in the car, uh, getting stopped by the police. The police says something, he still doesn't understand boundaries. Not understanding that the word no is a boundary, okay? So yes, you may hurt as you transition into not telling him no, being constantly disrespected. And I'm talking about age one to age 51, because just because your son is in his 50s or even 60s (laughs) or 70s, got that too, doesn't mean that he's grown enough to where he's going to respect your time, he's going to respect your money, he's gonna respect your relationships, You, mom, have to change first in order for him to begin to change. That's where it starts. And so uh, I'm back in my book. The feeling of being a bad mother is lying to you. And as hard as it may be, you must shift your mindset and you must go into your subconscious mind and practice your new self-talk to hear and listen to the boundaries that you took the time to create. If you respond to your son like you normally would, then you are rescuing him from his consequences, okay? That means you are enabling him, okay? And you have to make up in your mind that you don't want to do that anymore because basically your peace, your peace because you're being wishy-washy. Guess what? Your son knows when you're being wishy-washy. Your son knows when your no means no. And unfortunately, with many mothers that we work with, it goes from no, no, uh-uh, no. I I said no. No. Did you hear what I said? No. And now your voice becomes elevated. Your eyes, your mouth, everything that you have said means no. So you know what? That's when he believes you. Oh, okay. The lips are poked out. The the cheeks are up. The eyes are looking evil. She means business now. Okay. I think she means no, (laughs) but you don't want to get to that point. It's draining your energy, stress. Is coming upon you all because we're not doing enough self talk with telling our sons no when they need to hear no, not understanding that it's just not no for now. You're teaching him how to understand what boundaries are, you're teaching him how to respect boundaries, you're teaching him not just for you but for others, and we'll get into that in other podcasts as we discuss different topics that are in my book, Setting Boundaries, because setting boundaries is not just one thing. It is drawing the line for many different areas of our lives. And then let's ask yourself, do you, as his mother, respect boundaries? Do you respect boundaries in other relationships? Because sometimes, your son could have learned that behavior. You know, if maybe from you, maybe from his father, we have to ask ourselves that question because many times our children are a reflection. Oh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. But many times our children are a reflection of ourselves. Ouch. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to hear that but I know you see a lot of his father in him, but how much of you do you see in your son? Whew, that's a good question. So I want you to try your best not to let your son push you into changing your mind. And When I say push you, some sons know exactly how to push your buttons to get you to say yes. And so you have to learn to say no with some strength behind it. Say it like you mean it without yelling, without raising your voice and losing your cool or losing your composure. No means no. And so is your son one of those who says no means no for now? I'm, I'm going to get her. <laughs> I'm going to get her. He might not say it to you, but in his mind, even if he's one or if he's 51 years old, okay? It, because if you don't teach him at one, he will still be doing it to you when he's 51. And his problems, the problems in his life are more exacerbated to the point where um, you can't, uh, it, it's very, it, it's a lot more difficult For you to tell him no, you know, by the age 31, 41, 51, you want your son to be self-sufficient, not asking you for things, not stressing you out. And that's what's happening in society quite a bit. Um, And a, a lot of telling our sons no and then changing that no to a yes it's because your son has learned a pattern of emotional blackmail. Because if he's learned how to be relentless, he's learned how to just keep going to wear you out, to turn that no into a yes. He, you know, if he's a certain type of male, uh, he won't see anything wrong with it. And he will not have any reason to change his behavior. Um and so it's it's you can use uh, different strategies such as just walking away. And um, I pray that the relationship with your son has not gotten physical, because that's something completely different that we don't deal with here. But the goal is, if your son is young enough, by the grace of God, you still have time to change your behavior so his behavior will change okay as a result his behavior will change one of therefore if the son makes you free you shall be free indeed john 8 verse 36 therefore if the son makes you free you shall be free indeed. And there's a place where I have learned in working with mothers that Jesus is the answer. We can't do this on our own. And some of you may not, you know, believe in Jesus. I mentioned in the introduction to the podcast that I believe in Jesus. Mr. Wayne believes in Jesus. And we believe that he will bring the people to this podcast that need to hear it. And, you know, one plants, one waters, but God, he gives the increase. And some of the mother-son relationships have gotten so bad or so out of hand that you know the mother is a nervous wreck. She's a, she's a wreck. And the son has gotten so out of control that she can't control him anymore. And in some cases, there is no father figure or no male figure to help keep him in line. And so as a result, the mother is is suffering for it. So we have to just talk and continue to talk and continue to have the conversation on what can be done in order to make sure that um, we're raising our sons in a godly image, that we're raising our sons uh, so that they can be a decent father, a decent husband, a decent brother. You know, we're we're not raising sons as our husbands. You know, we're raising them so that they can leave and cleave. You know, be a prosperous man in the community, be a husband to his wife, not you, and be a a father to his children. So there's, there's a lot that goes into this topic, learning how to say no to your son. This is just the beginning of that topic. Um, uh, and there's more, but as we continue on with our podcast, we will talk more about other areas of setting boundaries. Next week we talk about, um, Stop making excuses for your son. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Stop making excuses for your son. As mothers, we make so many excuses. Now, not all mothers. You have some mothers who are very hard and they get it. But we're not talking to that mother. We're talking to the mothers that make excuses for their sons over and over and over again. So having said that, we're going to uh, end in prayer and um, we're going to end in prayer and close out. But we just thank you so much for joining us on today. We pray that you will continue to follow us and we pray that we have said, well, I said we, I don't have Uh, Mr. Wayne right now, but he will be back on next week uh, and he brings so much to the table and so much to the conversation. But we will close out in prayer and we will see you all next week. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for each and every person at the sound of my voice that has come uh, to hear a word, an on-time word from you. Father God, we just pray that you would bless each and every mother, giving her wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on how to raise her son. Understanding that you have given sons to us to manage. Lord, they are not ours, they're yours. We're just borrowing them so that we can raise them in the admonition of the Lord and raise them according to what your word has said we should do for them. And that doesn't mean that we're perfect oh God, and we have made mistakes. So at this time, we dedicate our lives back to you and we dedicate our lives and our senses and our understanding uh, back to you so that we can get the wisdom of God, the wisdom from the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us into all truths. And Father God, we pray for the peace that surpasses all understanding as we keep our minds stayed on you. And so we thank you, oh God, and we will be so careful until next time to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drleslieinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.